Welcome back to the Inspiring School Counselors podcast. I'm Matt Fleck. For the last several months, my colleague Amy Porteous has been introducing us to some of the most unique school counselors in the country, those who are recognized by their states as School Counselors of the Year. Amy's guest this week is Layla Green Touche, the 2022 Louisiana School Counselor of the Year. And as you'll quickly learn, she is so much more. I do what I do because I love it. And I'm also an anomaly in the sense of I, I am ADHD and autistic. And one of my special interests happens to be school counseling. So I can do a whole lot more school counseling things than maybe a regular person because for me, it's, it's gratifying, it's satisfying, it's rewarding. It's something I love more than just love doing because when I fall down that special interest rabbit hole, it's a lot more like if you think of somebody who's like a hobbyist or a collector, you intensify that by like a hundred. And that's yeah. my passion for school counseling. So I got very lucky in that sense. Yeah. I get to be in a space where I, I call them my tiny humans, um, yeah. even though some of them are almost the same size as me, because I, I'm a solid five foot even. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. But they're my tiny humans. Uh, they are the loves of my life. Yeah. Uh, and I get to make sure these kids don't fall through the cracks. Yeah. I get to make sure they're getting what they need, like what they need. So, so tell me how your and specialties get, in ADHD and autism impact your programming. Funny enough, uh, they, AD, my ADHD and autism interact in very weird ways. I am a contradiction at times because Obviously, with ADHD comes, you know, impulsivity and those kinds of things. But my autism likes things to be very organized. So my Google Drive and my data collection in my brain is absolutely beautiful and fabulous. I am able, I have spreadsheets on spreadsheets. Me and the ASTA, like, templates, we have a nice uh, deep relationship, as I like to say. <laughs> but my ADHD lets me improvise as needed. Like I am one where I'm like, if I don't have to reinvent the wheel, I will not. Yeah. Uh, so I will find lessons and uh, I go through it and I'm like, all right, I'm going to take these things from it. That's not practical for my, like, my kids. Like that's not what my kids need. Right. So my autism is very much like we're going to organize it. We're going to have our calendars. We're going to make copies of all the templates. Yeah. Um, every I've gotten to the point now where I can literally like click a, uh, make a copy in my Google Drive and just change the date on it so I can refill it out for next year. Uh, yeah. But but my ADHD lets me improvise and tailor it to my kids' needs on the spot. I'm also really good at hyper-focusing on things. I have to like set my own timers. <laughs> and it also helps and it also helps my programming because a lot of those kids that I'm seeing, you know, who in small group and or individually or in crisis are honestly a lot of my kids who are struggling with ADHD and or autism. And they see themselves in me. Yeah. They come into my room and they see me sit on a ball chair with them. Yeah. Uh, every time I go into the classroom, I'm like, is Miss Touche quiet? And they're like, no. And I'm like, <laughs> exactly. Does Miss Touche stop moving? Nope. So I can make them also feel less alone, but it also makes them more receptive to learning the skills I'm teaching them. 
because I'm able to make it more real for them because I'm doing it with them. Yeah, with them. Literally. You know, Layla, that's really interesting to me because, you know, we, we read so much and hear so much about how important it is to have diversity in our in our educator population because kids learn best when they're identifying with someone that looks like them and you look like them. They, they probably really respond yeah. well to you, your guidance because you're doing it too. That's amazing. Tell me what, what advice would you give to new school counselors that are coming into the field right now? What, what's the best thing that they need to know, keep in mind, resources they should have at hand? What would you say? Where should they start? To, I would tell them to not be afraid to ask questions and to reach out for help. I had the privilege of having, supervising my own intern a couple years ago. Yeah. And her and I still have each other on like speed dial. Like she now works in my district. So we know each other's extension by heart. Yeah. And don't feel like you have to reinvent the will mm-hmm. because there's so much like good stuff already out there. Right. And we can always just tweak it to meet our needs. Like there's some things I look at and I'm just like, yeah, no, my kids, like that's not a good fit for them. But then there are some things where I'm like, yes, let's do it. And I would want them to know also that they don't have to know everything. That was a hard lesson for me to learn because I love learning. I love knowing all the things, but I found my niche. I I found my set of expertise, which Mm -hmm. is school counseling in general, but also like ADHD and autism. Yeah. So don't feel you have to know it all, but do know who does know, right? Yes. That's excellent. That's great advice. So can you tell us a a story or two of some great experiences that you've had with students? There, There are a few that come to mind. There is a current second grader who... He is your typical ADHD kid. Yeah. And we were, we were having some struggles, uh, didn't understand uh, people's bubbles. And I was, so I went into that classroom to give a lesson on personal space, one to try to teach this kid about personal space, but also help the classmates learn how to appropriately let their classmates know when they're in their bubble. Yeah. Um, And at the end of the lesson, the whole pre-K class piled on me um, (laughs) for for a hug. So they got in your bubble to give you a hug. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And this particular student was, and I was standing up and he was hugging me from the side. All of a sudden I felt a sharp pain and I realized he just bit me (laughs) right after a personal space lesson. Uh, that's not good post us data there sweetheart (laughs) no but that student is now in second grade and he's come such a long way we we've gotten so many supports put in place that is a family relationship I've had to you know build over the years and you know there were times where me and that family we did not always see eye to eye but we got past it and because this kid is what matters. Well, beyond affection for biting students, do you have any <laughs> unique habits or pers- uh, personal uh, activities that you do that, that help you stay kind of grounded and focused and where you need to be? Yes. Uh, yeah. One of my special interests is martial arts. 
I did karate since I was nine years old. I am uh, unfortunately very good at hurting myself. I've had three shoulder surgeries. Oh my um, goodness. Yeah. But it's something I've loved since I was nine years old. So some people call me crazy because I am at the gym at 5 a.m. And then I come run after tiny humans all day. Uh, <laughs> well, that may be like, why you need to go to the gym at 5 a.m. So you have the energy to chase the tiny humans. <laughs> exactly. That's why I tell them, like, you don't want to see me here if I haven't gone to the gym. I do not have those endorphins. You do not want me to be here, right? <laughs> do you do you have any like books or resources? If there's somebody who who is changing levels or whatever, what what books or resources would you say? This is where you start with tiny humans. This is what you need. Julia cookbooks. Um, any books by her? The Ninja Life Hacks uh, books. Those are fabulous. And now she's also coming out with like little plushies to go with them. Oh, fine. Um, Yes. There's a series called The Adventures of Everyday Geniuses by Barbara Esham. Mm -hmm. Um, And I especially like her series because like she has one where it's like, if you're so smart, how come you can't spell Mississippi, which is about dyslexia. Um, Mrs. Borsky, I think I have the wiggle fidgets, free association where my brain goes during science class. I find it's a more true representation of how like different like disabilities or like things like ADHD mm-hmm. or autism or dyslexia or dysgraphia show up yeah. and a more true depiction of what goes through their brains. Yeah. Um, those, those, are, those sound great. So I'm going to give you some questions and I want you just to give me your first thought. You ready for that? Yes. Okay. What song or activity helps you deprocess after a long day? It's at the top of my, I can see it in my brain. Um, Blonde by Maisie Peters. Really? Blonde by, yes. And that's because of the lyrics or because of the music? Both. Good, good. I will also add the caveat. If you do not want to hear profane language, that may not be the song for you. (laughs) Okay, good caveat. I like that. What's the best book you've read in the last year for you? I've read so many. I read three books in just the last three days. Oh, wow. Um, well, you can pick one of those if you want. Honestly, it would be Autism in Heels. I did read that for me. Autism in Heels. I've never heard of that one. That's great. Yeah. Uh, her name is, the author is Jennifer Cook. Okay. What's the most unusual or unique item you have in your office right now? It might be the giant stuffed panda <laughs> or the Harry Potter Funko Pops on my uh, computer. I'm so sorry. The Harry Potter what? Funko Pops. Funko yeah. Pops. I don't think I know what that is, but okay. I trust you. <laughs> they're like this. Yeah, they're <laughs> little figurines. Great. <laughs> I bet your kids love those. Yes, they do. <laughs> what candy do you have on your desk and why? Oh, what candy do I not have on my desk? Um, <laughs> I have I have currently Skittles, Starburst, dark chocolate, and sour gummy worms. And that's because I never know which flavor I want. (laughs) So it's not about diversity for your kids. It's about deciding what you want and staying in that moment. Exactly. We really enjoyed, really enjoyed talking to you. I appreciate you letting me talk about some of the things that I love so much. You can see a photograph of Layla and find links to the list of resources she shared with Amy on our Inspire Success podcast website. That's inspiresuccess.org slash podcast 
where you'll also find a link to a book that Layla wrote and sent to us after talking with Amy entitled The Elementary Counselor Survival Guide. Again, you can find all that at inspiresuccess.org slash podcast. She's truly something, isn't she? Hey, thanks for listening, everyone. See you next time for the Inspiring School Counselors Podcast. So long. Thank you.